My doctor told me that I had to write about it so I can read over what happened the next time I forget. So here we go. I can still remember the first time my friend took me to the piggy room. I was five years old and was drifting off to sleep. The darkness of my room is what sticks most vividly in my mind. My sleep was interrupted by a tapping noise. Tiny little taps, like fingernails on wood. After hearing it a few times, I sat up in my covers to investigate. It appeared that the tapping was coming from underneath my bed. Needless to say, I was a little startled by this. But then I saw my friend Tom Tom's hand reach out from underneath and knew that everything was okay. Tom Tom was an older boy than me and I looked up to him greatly. I took his hand upon that night, his grey hand that was always very cold and rubbery. Sometimes I could put my finger through his skin and feel what was underneath. He didn't like me doing that much though. I think that it was because it reminded him of what he was. Tom Tom didn't like talking. He liked playing with me instead. We sat there in the darkness for a few moments before he spoke. Do you want to see the secret place I found? He asked. It's bedtime, I remember replying. I can't play with you now. Mummy will shout at me if I leave bed. You won't have to leave the room. Just come under here with me and I'll show you the secret place. I can remember letting out a deep sigh, but I did what I was told and let him lead me under the bed. I can remember being somewhat nervous. For some reason, the floor underneath my bed had turned to soil and I was covered in dirt as I crawled after Tom Tom. When I think back to that night, I get this awful feeling in my gut, this foreboding, hellish kind of emptiness, a void in my chest. I followed Tom Tom through the dirt and into a forest. It was a sickening place. Leafless trees in perfect rows and a lifeless black sky spread above. There was no sound there, no birds to chirp and no wind to rustle the trees. As I followed Tom Tom through the thicket, I noticed the air was tight. It was hard to breathe and as if it had clotted years before. Tom was in great spirits, dancing about the forest as he led me. I couldn't quite share his enthusiasm. Where are you taking me? I asked him meekly. To the secret room, he said. Eventually, we got to the place that he was talking about. It was a stone staircase in the middle of the woods that led down into darkness. Tom Tom gestured downwards, but I told him that I was too scared, so we should go down first. As he did, so I followed, tentatively making my way down each step. The stairs ended abruptly at a battered wooden door that Tom Tom gently opened and ushered me inside. The room inside was dimly lit by a hanging light bulb that would occasionally flicker. There was a rug on the floor, though in hindsight I think it was made out of leather, and a table resting on top of it. The table was empty, aside a word carved into the wood. Replace. Other than that, there was only a grey wardrobe in the corner, this door was firmly shut and bound with leather. There was a funny smell in the room, which I now know to be the smell of rotting meat. Festering meat. The floorboards creaked as we stepped inside. 
I looked around with a strong feeling of dread rumbling inside me. I found it a while ago, Tom Tom said, back when Dad was still around. Oh, I nodded, feeling very sad all of a sudden. Do you want to play? I nodded once more, and we played all night in that room. It wasn't until just before home time that Tom Tom asked me if I wanted to see what was in that wardrobe. When I said no, he shrugged and led me back to bed. Over the next few months, Tom Tom and I went to the piggy room every night and played. At the end of every session, he would ask me if I wanted to look in the wardrobe, and I would always say no. I didn't want to see what was in there. I didn't want what we had to end. Eventually, one night months later, we found ourselves in the wood, walking to the piggy room, when he said something strange. How is mummy? What? With daddy being... gone. How is mummy? I replied that I didn't know. I had never thought of that at the age of five. So I shrugged the question off and we went down into the piggy room once more to play. The festering smell was particularly bad that night, but I ignored it. Eventually, when the time came to leave, Tom Tom told me that this time I had to look in the wardrobe. He took an unsure step towards it, a solemn look upon his face as he unbound the lather. The door swung open. Inside hung the piggy child. He was about my age, perhaps older. His body swung gently backwards and forwards. His body was clothed in pyjamas, just like mine. But his face was that of a pig. Tom Tom carefully explained to me that the boy's face had been removed and a pig's had been stitched on by his father. I was terrified. As a fresh wave of the body's putrid scent hit me, I backed up against the wall and burst into a flustered wail. Tom Tom looked confused. Wouldn't you like to hang like this? He asked gently. I screamed at him to shut the doors, and reluctantly, he did so. He then stared at me for a long time with his sunken eyes and wrinkled, rubbery skin. He didn't understand why I didn't like it. He needs a replacement, he explained. One day. After that night, I ignored Tom Tom. I would scream every time he tapped for me, and my mother would come and comfort me. I never told her about him. Instead, I just said I had a nightmare. Years passed, and I became a man. It had been a very, very long time since Tom Tom had called for me. So long that I was sure the piggy room was nothing but a dream. I had written off the piggy room as nothing more than a strange delusion. I had told nobody about it. Nobody at all, for fear of sounding deranged. One day, I found myself looking through some old papers for some kind of story to inspire my writing. I'd made a pretty good life for myself writing crime fiction. Of course, it wasn't the best pay in the world, but it was just enough to get by without having to work some boring 9 till 5 kind of job. After a few hours of reading faded papers, I came across an article that made my skin crawl. Date, October 1987. The year before, Tom Tom took me to the piggy room. Headline, 
father murders child and hangs body in wardrobe. I thought back to the piggy room. The article triggered it, and I remembered it all. I remembered my mother crying. I remembered my big brother Tom. And I remembered what my father did to him. I remembered the old wooden shed where he hung. The piggy boy with the piggy face. The piggy room where I had found him. Hi guys, Brimstone here. I hope you enjoyed the story today. This was my first submission, actually, from a really good writer. Coming soon, I'm going to have another Creepy Top 5 for you, and also a very special collaboration video with a great guy from a great channel, but I'm not going to spoil too much for you now. So, until next time, sleep tight. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.